just like looking. I'm like, this shit working? Oh yeah, it is live. Yeah, we're good. Uh, fuck. Wow. Share, share this shit. The fuck Facebook. <laughs> fucking Facebook. Instagram. 2018 ain't starting off right. Yeah. I hate yeah. Facebook. You hate Facebook as you post. As I post. As you post. Damn, I'll put Danny on Facebook. <laughs> All of a sudden, Rich Green is inactivated. Oh, uh, I know. Deactivated again. <laughs> Uh, I think you got fucking blacklisted. <laughs> anyway, we back here. It's 2018, goddammit. The power bar's in the house. And we're off yeah, to a right. super late, horrible start. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook unauthorized. Ain't nothing working post. for us. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. The lights ain't working in this bitch. <laughs> Facebook account ain't working in this bitch. Uh, I don't know. My and it God. wouldn't matter if I was drunk, but I'm not. So now I'm sober and I realize all the pain I'm going through right now. Things would, things would have went, went better, huh, yeah. bitch, if you had a little yeah. alcohol. That's, I think that's it. You know what I mean? Like well, you, you just, just don't notice. Yeah. You just kind of, you're like a functioning alcoholic. You just kind of go through the process of what you know. And it's that is horrible. Or no, when, when you're drinking, you just don't give a fuck. Like, it's fucking working. That's where I like it. That's where I like it. The truth comes out. Anyway, we're back. 2018. Bar Bar's here. We kind of took a longer break than expected. Um, uh, holidays kicked in, and this got too crazy, man. It was, it was nuts. Uh, Christmas was, was there. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was fun. Um, yeah, you but need man, some catch up time, especially yeah, because you're family. trying to you're trying to do those last minute shopping mm. things, which we were talking about in our last podcast before we split. And man, shopping was was nuts. My wife, I felt bad for her because she was out there trying to catch everything up. I was at work, and then she had to go to work, and I had to watch the boys, and then we had to start planning for food, and Tommy kind of forgot about that stuff, so. You know, we, we said, screw it. Good. Let's just focus on family. We'll get back to it in 2018. We've always said that, yeah. though. Ain't so. no one listening to this shit during the fucking end of the year anyway. <laughs> 2018, everything's still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. Anyways, as always, we're back here at the Par Bar. My name's Rich D, and to my right. What's up, everybody? Vince T. And to his right. Uncle Nono, half a day. And join us, at, join us in 2018 for our first guest at the Par Bar. Mr. Brant Edwards. Oh, what's, what's up, up Brant? Thanks for having he's a, me. He's a good, uh, good friend of uh, the MOD for UP guys. Oh, really? Uh, oh, we're gonna talk mad trash yeah. today. <laughs> That's actually where. Oh, uh, by the Br- way, Mike, I need, I need the microphone back. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. You ain't even, that's you ain't why, even podcasting no more. That's why. That's why Brent's using the secondhand mic right now. Oh. <laughs> so, Brent joins us from. Uh, that's actually where we met uh, over there at Dom's house. Oh, right and on. um, great guy, and uh, he does some uh, real estate. Yep. You real estate? Oh, awesome. Yep. Yeah, I got a real estate company. That's what uh, I do in my, uh, for my, for my nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was going to say that's what he does in his spare time. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, that's what I do in my full time. I wish it could be spare time. But nice. Kids got to eat. Wife yeah. needs a roof over her head. She's like, feed the children. I'm yeah. like, man, why are you so needy? I'm looking for a, two, for a two-story cardboard house. <laughs> I'll build you one right right now. <laughs> there's, there's supposed to be one around How much? <laughs> that's still going to run 200 grand. <laughs> San Diego, hell yeah, California. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, we uh, we come back here and let's just catch up real quick. Let's see yeah, what everybody's yeah, been yeah. up to. We'll start with the uh, Vince. You want to start off? Uh, let's start off with you. Me? Like, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so Christmas um, was crazy. Yes. Obviously, we waited. We went. Uh, we had four Christmases for the boys. Ooh. Yeah. Blessed children. We cleaned up the garage. I mean, if you're on YouTube Live, you can see us. Um, anyway, uh, clean the back. All right. And before I cleaned all this up. Dude, the fucking garage was stacked with toys. Just stacked <laughs> of toys upon toys. And I was like, man, no one bought them clothes. <laughs> like, just a bunch of Nerf guns yeah. and like... You know, and they're about to get more shit. <laughs> yeah, like fucking four drum sets. I was Ooh. like, yeah, just guitar. I was like, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm, I'm happy for them. You know, and every day they want to open something new. But, you know, 
just like old school, I, I put things away. Mm. I'm like, you get to open one this week and maybe one next week. But we also got to get rid of the old toys from last year. Right. They still got toys up there, like hidden from their their first like Christmas. You know, uh-huh. they just have, they have just, yeah, they just have too much stuff. And so uh, you know, they they did that. And then um, you, it was still a busy week. Uh, the week of uh, after Christmas, you know, and then uh, we went to New Year's Eve. Uh, I had a cousin come in from North Carolina. He's getting deployed nice. uh, here soon. So he came down. Uh, he brought his daughters. And so my, 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 my boys got to hang out with the daughters. And, you know, that was pretty much what we did. And, and then you bang right into 2018 and nothing slowed down. And now I'm just trying to play catch up again. Yeah. yeah. I'm into that, man. Yeah. So that was, that was pretty much the end of my year. Uh, and then there's a little bit more stuff that we'll, you know, we'll, we'll share into that. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, me, man, uh, Christmas was good. I mean, I, I saw you portion at the time. Uh, that was cool. Uh, I got some, like, dope broad. I think I'm in, I'm, I'm in this broadcasting stage since we're doing a podcast on, like, everything that, you know, the family asked me if I wanted anything. Yeah. Like this arm. Like, what the hell you want an arm for? Like, what, is, <laughs> oh. what does that do? I was like, okay. no, you, you get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in, so I'm in this phase, but uh, and in 2018, I was sick, super bad, bad, bro. I was, like, coughing up, had a fever. I caught some of that, too. I uh, went to Rite Aid. They ain't had no medicine. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they was all out. I was like, Fresh out. Yeah. All, everything was clear, and I was like, uh, you guys have any more? They were like, nah, we're not getting any to, like, really 2018. <laughs> Yeah, be dead by then, y'all. Like, yeah, I know. But, but it was cool. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, I didn't do too much. Uh, went to a uh, family party, but I didn't even stay for that. I went home like at ten because I was sick. I just went to sleep. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really big on New Year's. I told you guys that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, just stay home. And mm-hmm. I know. I feel safe there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we played, tried to party with you last year. And you're like, nah, it's good. Yeah, they called me up. They they had the guns out. Y'all had the guns out, right? The macaroni. Yeah. The macaroni. <laughs> yeah, I, remember that? I, was, I think that was on Kanondo. Yeah. He said, what up? <laughs> got the macaroni now we, down here. I was like, oh, yeah. Now we, uh, yeah, I got that sickness too, man. Uh, New Year's Day, the first. And I was just like, had the chills, super sore. Yep. Achy, pretty much. Sweating. I couldn't stop sweating. Like, I was like, what the fuck, man? But I was so cold. And Liz was like, take the damn blanket off. And know what sucked about having a, uh, an ER as your nurse, uh, as your wife, like an ER nurse? And she just like does not give a shit. She just gave zero shits that I was sick. She was like, you know what? Get over it. And I was like, you're going to do this all day at work. No, yeah. you, I'm hurting. I'm it's, not, it's not she doesn't care. She's yeah. a pro. Yeah. And she knows you're yeah. fine. So yeah. She's like, suck it up. Yeah. It's not she doesn't care. No, She's fuck. a pro. Yeah. She's like, pro. here, I'm, 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 I'm still going through it. I'm I'm congested in the chest. I'm congested in the face. Man, it sucks. I'm just hocking up like, all this like fluorescent green shit. Is that, is that cosmetically congested yeah, in the face? I'm like, is that what your what? face like? Look like cosmetically congested. Up, dude. I, I'm fucking uh, swollen, dude, right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, as opposed to other times. <laughs> so, so 2017 but, was different? But, yeah. 2017, I was skinny, man. Now I'm just congested. <laughs> Nah, but man, I'm, I've been fucked up with this man ever since before New Year's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right after are. Christmas, man. I got I I started feeling something, and then like New Year's, we headed up to L.A. to Paramount uh, for a lowrider show in a hop, and I oh, still yeah, got dude. it, man. I still Actually, got. See, I remember sickness. that. Remember, because he didn't he didn't make one of the shows because it was up in L.A. No, <laughs> no, he was sick. No, he was. And, sick. Uh, yeah, I was sick. And Mark came in. And, yeah, because you know. that's when uh, remember we mentioned we didn't have no benefits. Yeah, we had no benefits. Oh, this this year we do have benefits. <laughs> Park Park got, got, we picked yeah. that up this year. Well, well, what did we get? We uh, we got benefits. We ain't getting paid, but we got benefits. Oh, okay. What's our benefits? <laughs> 
Nobody asked that, man. You said benefits. We automatically, all right, you got medical, you got 401k, all that stuff. Um, we ain't got shit, motherfucker. <laughs> we can't even get light bulbs. <laughs> or medicine from Rite Aid, apparently. Right. Exactly. Not only do you not have Thanks, benefits, Brent. you can't even get the over-the-counter yeah. shit. It's it's rough out here in the streets. You get an auto pump, though. Are you done, Vince? I'm sorry, man. I cut you no, off, dude. I'm, yeah, I didn't have too much. But yeah, okay, well, I had like three Christmases, you oh, know, yeah, with yeah. our my just like me and the kids and the wife, you know what I mean? After that, we have... My mom's side of the family, and then my wife's side of the family. We did that, and then that was good. You know what I mean? It was a long-ass day. And then um, we had, uh, we just went up to L.A., man. That's right, for the lowrider, right? Yeah, yeah, we went up there on Saturday. Um, was that New Year's Eve? Or the day? Sunday was New two Year's days, Eve, right? Two days before New Year's. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Oh, Saturday, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. went up there. They had a uh, the massacre hop. It was really nice. A lot of people came out from all over, you know, the United States and shit for that. What, um, is, what is that? It's a car hop. So what are they? Low riders. They just put the hydraulics on and. Oh man, these are like they, they measure it or like, something. Yeah, they oh, measure okay. it and everything. And these is guys, man, that that know how to hit their shit. You know what I mean? They're they're doing over forty inches to a hundred and ten inches. Damn. You know what I mean? And that's like putting your car, you know. Making it 90 degrees up in the air, man. Is that expensive? It gets very expensive. You burn so. motors, break <laughs> yeah. hoses, break ball joints, and you got to fix your shit. You know what right I mean? Right there on the spot. Or right what? there on the spot. You pull your car out, man, you fix your shit, and you go right back in there and shit for a battle. You man. know what I mean? Because they battle for, like, belts, man. They get big trophies and, and money. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That sounds dope, but replace, replacing a, a ball joint on the spot, that sounds like a pain in the ass, man. That doesn't sound yeah. like an easy swap. Oh, I mean, changing a tire is one thing. He's like, oh, bust it up, ball joint, pop it off, let's do it. That's yeah, how, nah, that sounds these, like work. These guys, nah, these guys get it done within like five minutes, man. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah no, nah, they're, they're fucking badass on what they do. That's crazy. And then uh, we went up there on Sunday again, drove back down to San Diego, and then went back up Sunday morning. And Paramount, man, was just off the chains. You, you see everybody out there from... Stars, dude. You know what I mean? To get over thug-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Which is cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, but they're all there for the same reason. Yes, exactly. For low-riding men. And they yeah. and they keep it they keep it easy over there. They keep it real easy. It was beautiful. That's dope. And then came back down Monday. Went to Chicano Park. Had Man. to break out the mini chuck on everybody. <clears throat> Rodney Cruz was out there with oh, the yeah, mini yeah. chuck. And then Fonz was out there with the blazer, mini blazer. And motherfuckers was jocking, dude. Yeah? Yeah. They love the style. Tight. Yeah. Had the bed dancer out there, so they're like, oh, what's up? Let it dance, let it dance. We kept on hitting the switches on everything. They're like, oh, that's old school. And, and it's like something they haven't seen since, like, the 80s. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they see it still, but only, like, on their phones and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody's, nobody's down here. Nobody's still doing it. Yeah, nobody's doing it down here in San Diego. Mm. There's probably, like, one or two trucks, but they don't even bust those out, man, really. And one of the main trucks got sold out of here, and it's in Arizona now. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. That was, uh, I believe it was Rap with Envy. You know what I mean? And it was uh, Joe Fontanella. You know, he had the baddest truck, man. Lowrider Magazine, dude. Like, ten times, you know what I mean? Won numerous shows. First place trophies and shit, and... He's the guy who inspired a bunch of, like, mini truck guys. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, man, yeah, it was 
blessing New Year's. You know what I mean? Just popping off rounds and uh, <laughs> yeah, the macaroni yeah. and fireworks, man. We get fireworks up there at Paramount. Shit, I have found my uh, baseball cap, my 501 jeans. You know what I mean? They had everything at the damn car show. It was like a damn swap meet. <laughs> you get everything up there. That's that. Yeah, it was awesome. Shit, Brent. Oh, the holidays are such a pain in the ass. I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna be the only Grinch here. Uh, I really uh, explain this again. Ah, shit! <laughs> I'm the holidays. No, it was good, man. My kids like yours just got a, you know, the truck just backed up and dumped a shitload of toys right. in the living room. Yeah. My in-laws came down, <clears throat> and uh, you know they don't they don't get you know they see the kids five or six times a year living in the Bay Area. And uh, so when they come down, when Nana and Papa come down, man, it's That's fucking it. on. I mean, these Spoiler. kids just point and click. I want this. Yeah. I want this. And Nana and Papa are just like, anything you want. And that was two weeks before Christmas. So they had Woo. this huge runway from basically, you know, middle of December till New Year's where we were opening stuff. And like you said, man, they've got toys on toys on yeah, toys. Or, you, know, you just can't keep up. Like, I don't even have, I don't even have places to put this stuff. You know, I can't even hide it anymore because I got nowhere to put it. So the kids are super blessed. And, you know, really the holidays for me are about them. I'm not, I'm not really too keen on it. Uh, but to watch smiles on their faces was super cool. And, uh, man, we just, we just kicked it at home a lot. I, I avoided the bugs so far, which has been good. But, yeah, like you guys, a lot of people around me have been well, getting it. Well, good luck after this episode. Yeah. Man, no, we all yeah, uh, like, yeah. Don't get too close to that mic. Yeah, no shit. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, I, I took my, I took my licks in 2017. I was sick all the fucking time. I mean, I'm, I'm normally sick like maybe once a year with a little cold, but in 2017, man, every other week I was getting sick. I had mono for like damn near three months, couldn't get off the couch. That shit sucks. So if I get the flu now to start 2018, I'm just going to, you know, give the finger to, to, to the universe. Dude, I mean, after what I went through in 2017, if I got hit with the flu to start off this year, I just call it quits. I just never leave, never leave my house again. Like, I just can't go outside. Hey, you want to come over? Nah, because you were you sick once? You were sick once like 10 years ago? I'm not coming over. I'm not bugging with that. And uh, yeah, we took the we took the family camping for New Year's. We did some oh, dirt cool. bike riding. Where yeah, uh, We went out to uh, like outside of Nyland, which is like on the east side of the Salton Sea, like Ocotillo oh, okay, area. Yeah. yeah, so we did some dirt bike riding out there and fucked around. The kids loved that and was with a bunch of white trash idiots doing redneck stuff out in the <laughs> desert. So uh, yeah, awesome. that's that's uh, that's what we like to do. So it was a good time. But honestly, I'm stoked to be I'm stoked to be back at work. Like you said, man, we're just hitting 2018. Yeah. Hard and just back to normal, back to the grind, and that's what I like to be on, man. I got a very systematized schedule. I'm very routine from them. I wake up at five in the morning every single day, and there's like a very strict system I have to get about my day because so many people count on me. Like you know, between like my wife and my kids, and you know the people that work for me and work with me and my clients. Like there's all these people pulling me all these different directions, and so I need to be able to perform for a shit ton of people. Right. And that pressure, man. That pressure can can get to you. And so if, if I don't if I don't have my routine on point, and I think that's what fucks me up so bad about the holidays. It's yeah. not that I don't like the holidays, is that it completely throws off my routine and all it's doing is pushing all of the stuff I have to do. It's not like it goes away because it's the holidays, but right. on January 2nd, it's like, okay, now I need you to do a month's worth of work in a week. Yeah. You know, so so being back on the grind and back on the routine, I'm stoked for that and kind of back in my mode. So that's where I like to be. <laughs> you remind me of this of uh, Gary V. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. so I mean Who's that? uh Gary v. Is that the, like uh, he's speech? The, yeah, uh. but he's just a uh like an inspirational speaker, but he he has tons of investments and he's just uh he's very organized without his with throughout his day. It's mm -hmm. like Brent. But this dude he'll 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 break it down to make you think that there are no excuses in life to not 
achieve something. Yeah, he'll call you on your bullshit. Yeah. So so he's a he's a <laughs> keynote speaker and the way he got his start was he started like bumming around the Bay Area like early on in the right. tech boom, hanging out with like the Uber kid and like you know, like the guy who started Uber is one of his close buddies. And okay. you know, he basically lived in like an incubator pad where it was just like a bunch of tech people in the Bay Area. Yeah. And so he got like his- Silicon Valley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he got his start like making investments in these companies that his friends were starting. And, you know, they're all like high-end tech geeks. And, um, you know, he hit it big on a couple of, of tech investments and his parents owned a liquor store in New Jersey. Right. And so he worked for his dad's liquor store growing up, just grinding, making like, you know, 12, 15 bucks an hour stocking shelves from like when he was a young boy. And um, when, when he started getting older, you know, into his 20s, he took over the liquor store and he's like, listen, that we need to be online like the internet you know in the mid 90s he's like email is where it's at and he was like one of the first person one of the first people to send out like email coupons everybody's like what's this email thing in like 1996 and he's sending out like advertisement and emails when right. no one was on email and so the wine business just blew up and then about 2000 I don't know four five six somewhere in that area when YouTube first got started he was like hey we got to be on YouTube <laughs> the rabbits in the house. The green rabbits. The back. green rabbit. So uh, he was like, "We got to get on YouTube." And so what he did is he started Wine Library TV, where he'd get on YouTube yep. and basically talk wine. And he took his father's company from like they were doing I don't know a million or two or three up to like this tens of millions yeah. of dollars, and then spun that out into the tech space and keynote speaking. And he got into talking to people about how to brand yourself online. And so now that's kind of his key. So he runs an ad agency for like Fortune 500 companies right. and teaches them how to position themselves online. That's that's where that's what he really does but what we see because that's all confidential but right. what we see is like you said the motivation the yeah, keynote right. speaking that type of stuff which, which that does wonders i mean it did wonder for wonders for me yeah i mean at least i mean it hasn't shown yet but yeah the thing about imprinting it in your brain yeah that's step one you got to believe that you you can do it and you know take no excuses no nothing like that so like you i've been getting up super early uh, i do a lot of audio work so mm -hmm. i've just been going in and mm -hmm. just Dragging myself, no matter how tired I am, just doing things like that. Just start my day off right, get my mind focused. And Try to yeah. utilize all the time you have. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, because I mean, I, you think twenty four hours is a lot, but it's not. It's not, oh, man. Yeah, it's not shit. at all. And no, you're sleeping for half of it. You know, yeah. I mean, seriously, six or eight hours—that's a big portion of the day. Right. I don't and, even get that really. Oh yeah, man, I need I need I need that at least. I need at least six. I, I can't six. I can't function. <laughs> yeah, yeah twenty eighteen got some new drugs now. <laughs> yeah. But but what you but you but you're right, man. That that mental, you nailed it. You gotta believe that you could do yep. it and you gotta believe that there's no excuses. And one of the one of the parts of my morning routine is affirmations. And I've got a I've got like literally a list of things that I read out loud and say out loud to myself every single morning. It's not I just I just I don't read it. You have to yeah. hear yourself say it. So I mean I got a I got a list of things. I get up the first thing I do in the morning, I drink my coffee and I start saying my affirmations. I'm a bold and powerful person. Like, you know, I'm I've got gratitude in my heart for my marriage. I I'm I'm an agent that people want to work with. You know, I I'm rich beyond my wildest dreams. And there's all these things that I say to myself, even if they're not true yet, yeah. if you if you if you repeat this stuff over and over and over and over again, it will it will turn out and here's why have you ever have you ever bought a new car <laughs> i know where he's going with this. Have, i know have, where he's have going have you ever bought a new car yeah. you buy a new car and then what all of a sudden do you see on the street that car everywhere, right? Because right? it's imprinted on your brain. And it's the same thing with the opportunities in life. If you have, if you are completely telling yourself that you're going to be a certain kind of person and you're visualizing the success you're going to have, when an opportunity presents itself, just like the car, how you notice it, you're yeah. going to notice it and you're going to be able to strike on the opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. But, no, go ahead and get, get your joke off. I know yeah. he was going with this. You got to say I was like, man, this motherfucker sitting next to me is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God. 
goddamn. Hey, Hold some, on, he talks to himself and shit. Hell yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, over here, Rich. He <laughs> early in the morning, yeah. Who in the fuck did you bring over here? Yeah. Because I'm like, goddamn. No, you know, he I, might I, try to kill us if, yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't accomplish what he wanted to accomplish in the day. He's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> if I don't, no, if I don't go through that morning, I'm gonna kill myself. That's what no, I'm saying. No, like when no, I miss no, those no. mornings, ooh, yeah. it's rough. Well, be curious though. Just know you will get the joke. But that's that's real good, you know, motivation, man. And and that's positive thinking. You know what I mean? You have to be that person to drive yourself because ain't nobody can drive yourself but yourself. Amen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I believe in that. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I I don't wake up and talk to myself like that, but <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what? No, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Hey, I, I, I understand what you're doing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just the comfort for you and your family. Yeah, it sure you is. You know what I mean? Especially for yourself. And the actions got to follow. Like the words, yeah. the words don't mean shit. Yeah. The actions, the yeah. actions got to follow. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just we're just at a scorpion, scorpion attack. Scorpion attack. But no, that's that's really good motivation, man. And and it it would help a lot of people. A lot of people that that I don't know, I, I guess that are lazy like my fat ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, I wouldn't even but, say lazy. But you just no, haven't found No, I just I don't got motivation for shit right now, right? I I just I want to start know. my I, own I, shit. We see you out there fishing. No, I know, yeah, but, but I'm you gonna, got some motivation <laughs> to go fishing. Yeah. No, nah, but I, I'm, I'm that's looking, food. That's food on the table, though. But that's still I'm motivation. Lo- I'm, though. I'm just looking for an opportunity to fucking steal. That's what I'm doing. To steal. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, like a good opportunity mm. to go out there and get get what I want, mm. what I need, mm. not to It'll steal. Come. But It'll come 2018. I'm looking yeah. for a steal. Yeah. Though. But it's still it, of a deal. Yeah, and you, you know, and you, but you, you gotta, you gotta think through it first. You gotta, you gotta think it and see it in your mind before it's gonna come true. So, like waiting oh, yeah. for the opportunity, you gotta, you gotta have at least like a list of okay, here's here's somewhere where I want to go. So he he said fishing. So let's assume it was something in fishing. Right. Like you gotta tell yourself every day. I'm I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna run the I'm gonna run the best fucking fishing boat in this goddamn world. Well, I could. So, I believe you. Yeah, I believe you. You've got you got to have you. Got, you know, there, there's an old saying that uh, you know if if uh, if you aim at nothing, you're gonna hit it every time. So you mm. got you got to have an aim. You've got to have something in your mind of where you might be in the future. Because if you don't, if you're just if you're just aimly wandering through, letting life happen to you, and you're not going out and happening to your life, it's gonna make it really difficult. Without that aim and something to go for, you know, you're yeah. not you're not gonna go you're not gonna hit a goal that you you know don't think about or I mean, don't know exists. Yeah, with that said, I'm guilty of that also. I mean, I catch myself be like, man, you could have did something when, yeah. when I'm just being lazy. I get I, I'm both sides. Like, I am I do have a lazy side, and then I have well, me too. Like where I get up and I'm like, all right, gotta yeah. do it. But yeah, I feel you know, it. that's all a part of the. Of the of the learning curve, I guess. Yeah, well, and yeah. we're humans after yeah, all, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, no. I certainly have I certainly have my days, man. Or I fucking wake. Like, yeah, I, I get to the end of the day, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't do a damn thing productive. I woke up late. I got to work late. Didn't do shit. Ignored I mean, all my calls and went to sleep. <laughs> Try again tomorrow. Look at it though. It fucking felt good. Say it out loud. In the in the moment, in the moment, it feels good. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I didn't do shit. Yeah, I busted my ass all year long. I got one day out of this motherfucker. I feel good. So that's actually um, the reason why actually I brought Brent on um, was because this year, and I, I kind of posted something. So if you guys uh, follow me on Instagram, you, you might see it. Um, so end of the year, I was kind of like going through like a weird stage, yeah. and uh, I stopped going to gyms. Kind of got lazy. Kind of got like in the depressed area. Not sure why. It happens. Well, actually, I, you know, I kind of don't why, but anyway, nonetheless, I kind of lost weight. Stopped going to gym. Stopped eating right. Didn't really give a shit. Um, 
And so I just kind of like got back on, you know, back on my, my footing. But I gave myself like a goal, which was like to, you know, get back in the gym, start being healthy, you know, hit a, hit a certain weight, which is like a lot of weight for me, like a 315 deadlift. I haven't really done that in a long time because I'm older and I just don't really care to do that. Nonetheless, I hit it, but I wasn't really impressed with myself because I kind of knew I could do it. Because it was oh, physical. Was it challenging? Yeah, it was like yeah, physical. Yeah. I already knew I could do anything physical. Physical is pretty much easy for me. Um, and I'm not sure which party it was. It might have been at Mike's or might have been at Dominic's house. But I was talking to Brent and, um, oh shit, it might have actually been in your house uh, for that card night. Yeah, I think it was. It was, was the very first night yeah. where um, Brent had told me that he went sober. Mm. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, how long has that been going on? I think he said six to eight months now at that yeah. point. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that's awesome. I was like, why'd you do that? He goes, I just. Needed to. I kind of felt like I needed to focus a little bit harder, and my, you know, my goals. And I, and I left that his, his house, and I was like, "That's me." I was like, "Man, I need to try to go sober," because every time I've I've tried it before, and every single time I've kind of failed. And it's because I just kind of like, "This is stupid. Why am I doing this?" You know, I kind of get bored. Yeah. I, you know, I get. I don't know, man. I, I see. It's you just you something really to do. Yeah. You always you get very like. Yeah. Fidgety, like you need to do something. I need to do something. And you're, you're, very, you're, 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 you're more productive. Yeah, so I, I would, you know, I like drinking. Like, if I get things done, I, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to have a drink now. Reward yourself. And then, then it becomes like, well, I did what I was supposed to do, but then I could have done more, but then I just got right. with the drinking. So what happened was, um, kept on thinking about kept on thinking about Every time I see Brent, I, you know, I follow up and see how his, you know, shit was going. I'm like, man, how do you do it, man? How do you go to a party and not drink with all these motherfuckers drinking around you? And he would tell me, he goes, ah, uh, you know, I just... I make me a drink that makes me feel like I'm drinking. I uh, have like, because a lot of, a lot of it's fixation. You wanted, you're at a party, you want to drink. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, just get a little bit more in my head. And I was like, uh, this time I was like, you know what? 2018, I'm going to go sober. So I, that was my, that's my mentality. At least 60 days. I was like, I'm oh, going to give myself. My yeah, I was like, not for the whole, <clears throat> like for, for life, whatever, but at least 60 days. <clears throat> so that's so I know I can break it. Because I think the longest I've ever done is like. A month. Not even that. I think it was two weeks. Mm-hmm. No, it was like two weeks, three weeks, something like that. No, it was, it was a month. But I was able to drink beer, just not liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that no, was that's it, what yeah. It was. Which ended up being like a fucking 90-pack a day. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, smashing yeah, the right. shit out. I'm like fucking shotgunning beers by myself at 9 a.m. What's um, this keg for? You have a party? <laughs> no, nah, that's for me, <laughs> that's man. That's for me. No liquor this month. That's for me. So it ended up like, uh, you know. Um, but this time, I felt mentally ready. I felt like uh, mentally I was going to make it. And um, I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready for this. I was like... I'm going to beat, beat it this time. And um, so every Friday, I usually go, you know, all my boys drink. And this is the first weekend I'm actually going through, like, uh, usually Friday, Saturday is when I have my issues. Um, but this time it was cool. It wasn't a big thing. Like, all the, uh, my buddies were drinking around me and doing all that stuff. And I was just sitting there, like, cool. I was drinking, like, coffee or I would drink, like, a tea or drink, like, uh, like a soda, which I hate fucking soda. But yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I fucking hate soda. And so, but, you know, I drink something. And then I would eat something sour and, you know, kind of cruise through. It wasn't a big, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And this time I told everybody too. So I told everybody that I was going to go sober, which is a, what? before, I think before when I would, wouldn't tell nobody, I would be like, you know, I could do this by myself. I don't need nobody's help. Uh, this time I told everybody, so it was like public accountability. Yeah. And I don't also want to let people down and, and I don't want people to be like, I knew you couldn't do it. Yeah. You well, know that, what I mean? That, that, that shit's frustrating me. That, that leads to everything else though. What's nobody that? will believe you. Like if you say, "Oh, I'm gonna do this," they be like, "No, nah, you're not." Mm-hmm. You know, just any goal that you that you set. Right. Like, nah, you can't even do that one. How are you supposed to do this one? Right. Yeah. So, so it starts here. It starts here. I said sixty days minimum, and if it goes further, it goes further. And you think that'll help you just cut down in life? 
Um, I can tell you this. Like, I did, this weekend, I was productive as fuck. I woke I, up. I know, we see the garage. It yeah. looks good. I, <laughs> I was like cleaning dishes, cooking breakfast, cooking like just ready to do something. Went to go work out yesterday. And just trying to figure out something to do mm. without. In the meantime, yeah. Yeah. Or without thinking about it. It's amazing it. how many hours are in the day when you're sober the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah. I was like, there's a lot of fucking hours now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of downtime yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, there's a 3 p.m.? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so, um, so that was actually why I brought uh, Brent on because. A lot of things that, and this is kind of like goes back to the island community. What I, what I've seen and even what I've grown up through, um, heavy drinking mm. at all island parties. Um, and yes. it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's not a horrible thing. It's just something I, I I'm used to. Uh, my dad was a heavy drinker. Mm. Um, my, my dad, sip, yeah. my dad drank every day. Yeah, like, at least beer. Yeah, at least a couple of beers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've never really drank during the week. It's always been binge drinking, but that's nonetheless. I mean, it's still an alcoholic signs of alcoholism. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I'm just gonna try to cut the cut the cut the line here for me. With the with that whole drinking thing, and see if I can, as long as I can mentally do it, and I can get through it. You know, who, who knows where it leads? But at least I'm setting something. At least I'm setting a goal. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think yeah. he's already there yeah. just by confirming it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you know, you know, big kudos to Brent, and I appreciate you know, like just talking me through. I don't know why it was Brent of all people that, had, that was able to talk to me because I've never had a bunch of people say like, "Man, you should not try not drinking." I'm like, "Cause you probably kill your ass." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy that got it talks himself. He's gonna, right? he gonna, yeah, he's gonna fuck come in my window. Remember, motherfucker, hey. I talk to myself. <laughs> well, well, Five in the morning. Here's here's why here here's my opinion on why uh, you know my words may have had an impact on you is because I never told you. What you should do. All I did was share my experience with you, and I find uh, like with these types of things, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to preach to anybody because I've got no problem with people who drink. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm an alcoholic, and I've got a drinking problem, and it took me a long time to confront that. Um, but I'm. You know, and, and and so people. So now, as I start to go through this process, and like you said, when I first when I first when I first started this journey, uh, I I didn't tell anybody that I was an alcoholic, that I was quitting forever, or I didn't, most people I didn't even tell that I that I had quit drinking. Um, you know, people would say, "Oh, you want to drink?" And I just say, "No, I'm I'm good. For, I'm not drinking tonight." You know, it was always tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. Uh, but I think in the back of my mind, when I first started, I always was like, "Man, I'm not gonna be able to do that. I'm not gonna be able to quit forever. Like, I'm too young. The party can't be over." You know, and so I was afraid to be honest with people about like, hey, I'm an alcoholic. I've got a drinking problem. Like drinking is causing like major problems in my life and I have to quit drinking. I didn't want to tell that to people because I wanted an out. Like you said, people are going to hold you to it. And I wanted an out. And when I started drink, when I start drinking again, I didn't want people to say, ah, see, I told you so. So for mm. the first, for the first few months, I didn't say anything to anybody. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to meetings. I'm in AA. I'm, I'm trying to work out like the issues that I'm having around alcohol, but I'm not, I'm not sharing it with anybody because you know, it was, you know, kind of embarrassment. And when I first right. got started, it was like, man, am I really an alcoholic? Like, I know I, like for the longest time, I just wanted to like drink different. Like I just wanted to moderate my drinking. It was like, all right, I'm going to drink beer instead of liquor. Or I'm only going to drink after five or I'm only going to drink on the weekends. I'm not going to drink around my kids. And I'm not going to put them in the car drunk anymore. And like all these different things. And I could never moderate it. Like it was, you know, you know, one beer was was too many and a million was never enough. It was always this problem of, you know, one drink always led to a hundred, which always led to, you know, 
drugs and drinking and driving and poor decision making and all these other things that would cause like these major issues in my life. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to tell anybody about it because I was embarrassed and because I wanted to, you know, in the back of my mind, I wanted to drink again. I was like, I'm just going to get fixed and then I can drink again. And so after about, you know, three and a half months of kind of keeping it a secret and just saying, nah, 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 I, I did. I went, I went out and drank it. I went out and drank again and it was fucking horrible. It was, it was as horrible as I, it was probably, it was even worse than when I was drinking before because I had, I had a belly full of booze and a mind full of AA and that's a fucked up place to be. Like if, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to do one or the other, fucking do it. Like do not be an AA and drink because if you have a drinking problem, which I most definitely did. And now that I'm kind of clear headed and have, have gone through the, you know, the program, it's like, I'm very aware that I have a drinking problem, but to have a problem and to have like the principles of AA in your mind, it's a mind fuck. You'd rather just have a drinking problem or just be an AA, but combining them both was the worst fucking experience of my mm. life. So at that point, um, that was about six months ago. In fact, I, I, so after my relapse, I just took, uh, it's been six months. I just took my six month cho- token on Friday and, and I appreciate oh. it. Um, so, but in this, in this second, like since I relapsed, I've become more and more comfortable with sharing my story with people um, because I, A, think it's important that if my story can have an impact and help someone else who feels like they need some help, whether it's, whether it's like full on quitting or just toning it down or even just something to think about, you know, I I don't share my story to try to, I'm not trying to recruit anyone to sobriety. I'm not trying to recruit anyone to AA. It's judgment free. Like, you know, people drink around me all the time and I've learned how to sort of get comfortable with that. And there's some tools that I have, like, like you said, always having like some kind of drink in my hand. I fucking hate soda. I never drank soda. It was always booze or water. Those are the only two things yeah. I drank, booze or water. But but as as I started, like, I have to go out and be social. I'm not going to sit inside my house like right, a hermit right, just because right, I'm right, sober. Right, right, so right. it's like, how do I how do I attack this? It's like, well, I always got to have a drink in my hand because that, I'm an alcoholic and that's what alcoholics do. They, they drink. And so I just choose to have a drink in my hand that doesn't have alcohol in it. And that's, that's one method of many that I've learned along the way to try to keep me on the right path. Um, but going back to what you were saying about feeling restless, you know, yeah. you were saying like, man, I've got, I, I get bored. Um, you know, restless, irritable, and discontent, man, has been my entire life. My entire life has been, has been those things. And, you know, the, what the program of AA has done is not just helping me put the bottle down. It has helped me like really fight some deep rooted emotional demons that I've been fighting throughout my life. Because when I was restless, I would drink. And when I was irritated, I'd drink. And when I was hungry, I would drink. I would drink. And when I'm mad, I'd drink. And when I'm happy, I'm drinking. If the sun is shining, I'm drinking. Yeah. If the sun is down, I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm going to drink because I'm going on a trip. I'm going to drink because I'm staying home. You know, it was always, every every situation in my life, I was drinking over it. And when I first started drinking, it, it was a way for me to escape. And it was a way for me to escape myself because the restless, irritable, and discontent, it stems from shame, guilt, and remorse of all these different things from like my childhood to like stealing when I was a kid and hooking up with my friends, girlfriends, like, you know, when I'm in high school and like, cheat, badass. Cheat, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, dude, I got your girl. Right. Just, just like, really, just like really, really doing fucked up shit. And it got to a, it got to a point by the time I was, by the time I, by the time I graduated from college when I was like 22, 23 years old, I, I hated the person I saw in the mirror because right. I hated it because because my behaviors were just fucking horrifying. Like I was just a I was just a terrible person. And those feelings inside me caused me to drink and when I would drink, it would make make it even worse. And I have a history of depression as well and I've been through therapy for like my depressive episodes. And so 
I was, I hated, I hated the person who I was and the type of behaviors that I was exhibiting. And I, and I have a history of depression. So I would drink and that does not make a depressed egomaniac with low self-esteem. That does not make it better. It's like pouring fuel on the fire. So I would do more shitty stuff because I was under the influence and I'd hate myself even more. And then I'd get depressed. Like, why do I hate myself? Well, I hate myself because I drink. Well, how do I drink? Because I hate myself. And it was like this, 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 this disgusting kind of circling of the drain where by the time I got to the, like when I, by the time I hit my bottom and I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it is because I think this story, uh, I think I just need to start sharing with as many people as possible. When I hit my rock bottom, I took my my four month, which was four months old at the time. I took my baby, and my friend was like, "Hey, come over. Let's have a few beers." I was like, "All right, I've got the baby. Like, I'll I'll come over. We'll have two, you know, two three beers. We'll get in the car and we'll take off." So I took my four month old down there, and two or three beers ended up turning into shots and games, and like my baby's just sleeping in her car seat in the corner, and I'm I'm getting fucking blacked out wasted and uh i'm like you know it's like two in the morning i'm like all right it's 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 time to it's time to go and you know my homies are like oh well are you taking an uber or you're not gonna drive right blah blah, blah. and i said no nah, no nah, I'm, I'm gonna take an uber and so i'm like okay say bye to everybody and I, I take my baby she's in their car seat and like the uber app isn't working like every time i like click an uber ride to be like oh sorry your ride got canceled and i kept doing it. i did like two or three times and finally i was all fucked up i was like you know what fuck it fuck an uber i'm fine and i put my four-month-old baby in the car and i started driving down the road fucking one eye over the steering wheel like just all fucked up barely remember the only part of the ride i remember is getting on the freeway because i remember it being so fucking bright in that intersection i'm like why is it so fucking bright and so the next morning i wake up and i'm like oh fuck like where am i i'm hungover and then i think i'm like where's where's the baby how did i get home like did i fucking leave the baby at the party and like you ever have that feeling where you left your phone somewhere or left your keys somewhere and you get that that pit in your gut yeah um, so you know that feeling when you leave your phone? Like imagine, imagine that feeling when you when no you don't know where way. your fucking kid is. I can imagine. That, uh, that's and so the nasty. shame and guilt and remorse cycle that I had been on for like my entire fucking life had just hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. And I look, you know, I, I fucking scramble and the baby's fine. She's sleeping right there. I look in the driveway. My car's parked a little sideways, but it's in the driveway. I made it. But man, that fucking weight of that moment yeah. just sat on me forever. And in that moment, that was that was... Uh, you know, almost two years ago now. And for the next year, year, year and a half, when every time I would drink, I just had this crushing guilt. And that's when I started like, I want to drink different. I want to, I just want to drink beer. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. But every time I'd pick up a drink, it would just turn into another fucking mess, another slew of shitty decisions and just more guilt and more shame and more remorse. And finally it all came to a head when I went to LA and I was basically gone for three days, boozing, doing coke, just fucking going crazy. I'm a married man with two young babies. I've got a four-month-old and a two-year-old at home at the time. And I'm fucking out in LA, like, doing coke for three yeah. days straight. I come home. It's Sunday morning. I'm, of course, all hungover and, like, not wanting to do shit. And my two-and-a-half-year-old at the time comes up to me and she goes, Daddy, come play with me. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Daddy's hungover. Like, that, Daddy doesn't feel good. Like, we'll play later. And she yeah. goes, okay. And I overhear this, you know, she walks down the hall and I overhear her talking to her mom. And she goes, Mommy, you know what? Why, why isn't daddy feeling good? Why can't he play with me? And of course, you know, Kira's like, well, you know, daddy's just kind of sick. He'll be okay. Like when he feels better, he'll play with you. And so here I am blowing off my kid again. Right. I'm putting my wife in a position where she has to lie to my kid about what's going on. I'm laying on my couch like a fucking coked out dirt bag. 
And I, I, I just I just couldn't fucking do it anymore. After dragging my ass on the bottom of the fucking barrel for over a year, that was March, that was Sunday, March 19th, or maybe March 18th. And Tuesday, I believe it was March 20th of 2017, I just my buddy approaches me actually and he goes, hey, uh, I'm going to dry out for 30 days. I'm going to sober up. Do you want to be my accountability partner? And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I need. I need to get sober for 30 days, clear this out, and everything is going to be fine. He goes, okay, we'll do it. Day three, I'm fucking shaking. I'm obsessing. I'm like, dude, where am I going to get a drink? I, I could not fucking work. I could not fucking work because I was on my third day without booze. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, man, I need to figure out what's going on. I need help. And that's when I went and sought the outside help and kind of started this journey. But it was a fucking disaster to get there. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. And, uh, you know, anybody who feels like you're struggling on any level, I mean, I never got into any legal trouble. I never hurt anyone, luckily. I never got anyone hurt, luckily. I mean, yeah. I did some stupid shit, you know, in my history. I started looking back at my history. I'm like riding a motorcycle, no helmet on, all fucked up. I crashed it and just fucked my whole world up. But I survived, so no big deal. Putting my kids in the car, drinking and driving, being a dick to my wife, like just all this stuff. Um, and when I started like, counting the inventory of, of my life at that time. It was, it was, it was time. It was time. Yeah. And, and it took me a while to get there, but, um, you know, my name is Brent and I'm definitely an alcoholic and I need to be exactly where I am right now. And that's not drinking cause I'm a danger to myself and others when I am. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my story and how I got to, got to where I am today. Damn, you're an asshole. The truth comes out. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Yes, I am. Well, man, hey, and I'm trying not yeah. to be anymore. Blessings, blessings. No, 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 <laughs> the the yeah. first step is the self evaluation. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, at least you you had the character enough to know that. Because you'll see it. Some dudes don't. Yeah, and yeah. they'll just keep going. Blah, whatever. Life's all right. And, mm -hmm. and mature, maturity, maturity man. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That's the thing and, too. And, like I'm, I think yeah, I'm ready to see me at like. I think I'm ready to see me at sober. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I haven't, I haven't seen myself like, dude. I, I've been drinking since I was fifteen, Same. and it's 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 been a constant. It's never been like a, like I said, I haven't seen like a sober weekend in a long time. Like even when you have like let's say two weeks, yeah. I mean, it's, it. I mean, it's not really a big cloud. That cloud's still kind of just waiting to come back over. You know what I mean? Like, so right. I, I mean, thirty days is long. I mean, I think and not sixty days is even longer, and I can't imagine like my body just what my body's gonna do. Well, I'm. I can't say I'm an alcoholic. You know, no, no, no. But, but I, 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 I can only imagine that it's really fucking hard and terrible. Mm. Because yeah. I know it's hard as fuck for me to quit smoking cigarettes. Mm. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So that's my bad habit. Yeah. Is smoking fucking cigarettes and um, seeing that. But I know I can go to a fucking party and just have one beer, and tell everybody to fuck off. I'm good. Yeah. Mm. You, know yeah. Well, you, you have you have a different confidence, yo. Yeah. Well, because I mean, I've I've used to smoke a lot of cigarettes and I quit those for like five years. Yeah. And at you know whatever it's whatever. Um, I used to smoke weed. Quit uh -huh. quit that like right off the bat. It wasn't really a big pill popper. You know, what I mean, it's only only alcohol. Alcohol is the one that I just can't I can't really kick. It was it's always been my hardest one to kick. I should say. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, I'm excited. I used to say. So yeah, that's no, cool yeah. that I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm wrong. I was going to say it. You're more fun when you're drunk. But, oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. But, you know, this is a, it, it's something I'm excited for. Like you. Brent said, though, I got to figure out how to be fun without it. And you, you know will, I mean? and you will, and it and right. it it takes time, and and it is hard, and you know one of my biggest fears around drinking, because I like you guys, I mean you got you guys like became my homies 
because like we were all drinking together. Right. And, like all my homies, just like you guys, you know, it's like we're yeah. we're a crew of drinkers. Like that's what we did and that's what we did together. And one of my biggest fears around getting sober, I was like, oh my my, my friends. friends aren't gonna invite me anywhere. No one's gonna like nah. me anymore. I'm gonna be like a wet blanket on this party. And obviously all those fears <laughs> are like unfounded, right? Like every you know, I thought and another thing, like again, being an alcoholic, mo most alcoholics are like egomaniacs with low self-esteem, as fucked up as that is. We'll puff our chest out and tell you how fucking great we are, but inside we're like, I, I was a scared little boy. Yeah. And um, so so with my egomania, my thing was like, and my, and my self-centeredness is a big thing for me too. And I always thought like, I'm the fucking life of the party. And if, if I stop partying, no one's gonna have fun because I'm the life of the party and everybody expects me to be like this fucking wild and crazy and like I, I started identifying with Jump like, off the roof, white boy! Dude, that's basically it. That, that's basically I it. know you're doing it. Dude, ask him. <laughs> I but bet hey, you do my, And, and that, that's, I mean, that's basically what it was. It was like, dude, Brent, Brent will do damn near anything and they, they called me they called me Brent the shirtless because I would get drunk and no matter where we were, I'd take my shirt off and start talking shit and like just be a fucking animal, right? And so my fear when I quit drinking was like, oh my God, I'm gonna quit drinking and no one's gonna have fun anymore because I'm the life of the party. Like that's how self-centered my thinking was, yeah. right? And so I remember the very first party I went to, uh, it was like this backyard cookout and I had my fucking, my fucking Perrier with me and I walk in and I'm all nervous because I'm with my drinking buddies and I walk in and someone's like, put that fucking Perrier down and have a beer because you know, that's how my friends are. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm good right now, right? And like, I'm fucking waiting for this reaction. Like, oh, fuck you, man. drink this beer. You're not good. You're gonna fucking, fucking drink. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. That's, that, that's how that's how yeah. my homies are. Yeah, yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, that's that's fucking gay. Yeah. You know, he's Go like, home. so my buddy's like, put that period down and have a fucking beer. I was like, no, nah, I'm good right now. And you know what? He was like, all right. And yeah. everyone had a good time and the world kept spinning. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, yeah. it's not all about me. Holy shit, like mind blown. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like li weird little things like that, that, that uh, you know, really I was scared or nervous about in my sobriety and you kind of have to find your way through. But for the most part, it's not nearly as big as you make it up in your head. Yeah. And just to touch on a little bit about like, you know, alcoholism and being an alcoholic it has nothing to do with how much you drink or how you drink. It really doesn't even have anything to do with the alcohol. The, is it more why? It's yes, it's exactly. It's why. It it is a set of character defects within a within a person. So like these things like like for me, it was it was, you know, self-centeredness and egomania and like fucking fear of people and fear of like, oh my God, am I gonna have fear like economic insecurities? Like, am I gonna have enough money? And like never feeling free and never feeling happy. And like they say they use the word serenity a lot in sobriety. Mm -hmm. And for me, when I first got sober, I was like, man, I'm fucking bored all the time. And this this old timer came up to me and I was telling him, I was like, man, sobriety's hard. I'm fucking bored all the time. And he's like, are you bored or are you finally at peace and you just don't know how to deal with it because your life as an alcoholic is nothing to, is to do nothing but create chaos. And that was my life, man, when I was drinking was like, all I was doing was creating chaos left and right. Mm. And it was all in the name of fun and, ah, oh, it's just Brent being drunk and all these different things. But the reality was, is I was restless, irritable, I was discontent, and it stemmed from all this shit that I had to clean out of my closet and 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 come to terms with and forgive myself and for. Uh, responsible. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I was, I was all of the above. So alcoholism, you know, people are like, well, am I an alcoholic? Or like, you know, my mom was asking me the other day, I was talking to her about it. And she's like, well, do you think so-and-so is an alcoholic? And the fact of the matter is the only person who can label you an alcoholic is yourself. 
and I took the online test. I did the surveys. I asked around because I was like, am I an alcoholic? Am I not? This and that. And, and really the only person that, that can decide is yourself. And I'll never forget the day that I, that I came to terms with it. I was telling an old timer after the meeting, he's like, yeah, how's the sobriety going? I was probably like 60 days in, something like that. And I was like, man, it's all right. Like, you know, but I'm looking around and like, I've never been in trouble with the law. I've never got anyone hurt. Like my marriage is fine. I haven't like lost my house or had any weird financial issues. Yeah. And I list all these things and he looks at me and he goes, not yet. Yeah. And that fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. He's like, what yeah. are you gonna do? He's gonna wait, you're gonna wait till you wrap your car around a pole. You're gonna get sober in jail when you get it when you fucking T-bone someone. And and that was the moment where I was like, damn, like I, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm an alcoholic. And then like four weeks later, I went out drinking again. And I was like, oh, this is fucking terrible. I gotta, <laughs> yeah. I'm an alcoholic. All yeah. right. I went out and experimented one more time. I was like, I was like, no, nah, I can totally do it. And like I had a few beers at the beach during Fourth of July. And I actually had a had a couple cocktails over at Dom's on the third. Okay. And I, I had two cocktails at Dom's. And and it got me drunk because like you, you know a couple a couple Crown right? and Coke and I'm not drinking anymore so I yeah. have a couple of those and I'm like drunk and I walk into my house and Kira goes hey what's up and I was like I'm drunk and you know she's very supportive of everything I do she's she's an angel she never gives me shit for anything she's like oh we're over there drinking I was like yeah I was like I don't want to drink anymore I was like I feel like shit and then of course the next day I drank and I was just it fucking got messy for a minute but uh, you know I got back on the rails and and I'm fucking you know my life is great now because I'm I'm working I'm working on just being a better human human being and that's what that's what the 12 step program does yeah. there's only one step that has anything to do with alcohol and it's the first one you know you got the first step of the 12 steps is you know admitting that you're powerless over alcohol and your life's unmanageable the rest of them are, are how to be a better person and that's what, that's what I'm learning how to do is to be a better person and to forgive myself and come to terms so I don't have that shame and guilt and remorse. So I'm not restless, irritable, and discontent. Yeah. So I don't have the drink. And that's why, you know, the obsession to drink has been lifted one day. You know, I work on it just one day at a time. But right now, the obsession to drink has been lifted and it's because I've forgiven myself for all this shit that's gone on in the past. So I don't feel like I have to chase it, like run for myself. Yeah, anymore. I think another thing though is too is having a good supportive family and, and yeah. friends. You know, Huge, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing too. Okay, well, good. the thing I, uh, go ahead. No, I got a question for, for both of you. When, okay. So, no, after oh, you. Um, when you, when you were talking about the part where, um, like I get bored a lot. And it's it like, because I just find myself bored. So then I think of like, what shit? What can I do? Can I go work out again? Like, I don't know. This is going to be a third time today. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to work out again. No. I'm just like, should I read a book? I'm like, no, nah, that's stupid. I don't want to read a book. Richard will be doing a reading challenge yeah. in 2019. Yeah. Fucking 2019 will be a reading book every week. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. No, what you can do but, is just fucking hold your kids, man. No, yeah. So, Ooh, you know, I just awesome. find I find things to like, like do with the kids, you know, like, like little games and stuff. And I'm... And I'm thinking, like, well, I can spend more time with them and, and help Napa with the school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just got to figure out things to do. And, and trying to figure out that it's okay that I don't have a drink. It's fine. Just figure something else to do. It's okay to be... Yeah, it's, it's okay to not be drunk. Hey, I'll, ch I'll, challenge, I'll, ch I'll challenge you with something, man. Next time you're sitting around thinking I'm bored, instead of using the word bored, use the word... At, you know, say I'm at peace or I'm, you know, I'm having some, you know, I'm having a moment of serenity because again, it, it's for, especially for like young active dudes like us, it's so important to like always be doing something, right? Like, you know, yeah. especially like working out or like, you know, wor working on the bikes or like what, you know, working on your audio. Like you say, you get up and tweak out on the audio yeah. in the morning and like, you know, I do the same shit. I get up and do my shit. Like for, for, for young driven people like us, 
always having something to do is such an important part of our identity, but but it's okay to have moments where you're not being productive. And that's one thing I'm trying to work on is like, it, it, it's okay just to sit there for a minute. Now you don't want to sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix for the fucking rest of the month. Right. But I mean, the, but when you're bored and you look around and you're like, you know, I already worked out today. You know, the my my duties to my, my wife and children and my family are square. You know what? I'm, I'm going to sit here. And it, it's it's okay. I'm, yeah. I'm at peace. I'm not bored. I'm at peace. And and if you try to change some of the language around it, you know, it might help you just to kind of like it, it helped me. It helped me to just kind of like, okay, I'm not bored. I'm just calm and at peace, and that's cool. And I'll sit back. And usually you sit there for five fucking minutes, and something blows up. You know, the kids need something, yeah. the wife needs something. You know, when you're in those moments, yeah. it's usually for like five minutes. You're like, damn it, I wish I was bored again. Yeah. I got, all, I got <laughs> all this shit to do. Rich would be, I'm not gay. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Touch anybody. <laughs> you know, my friends, you know, they, they still think I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Start texting everybody, hey, you think I'm cool, right? You still think I'm cool, right? Yeah. Rich, Rich is going on his fucking yeah. phone and just starts talking shit to you. You know what? I ain't got a drink today. Fuck you. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> and believe me, I'll get that message. Uh, <laughs> right? So, what was the question? Uh, so, is it um, coming from people that are, are going sober, right? I, I, I don't consider myself an alcoholic, like Uncle Nono said, but. I do like the taste, taste of it, and I don't think that like I need to drink every day. For, I just don't. It doesn't come across my mind to do that. Like it's more of a like a weekend social thing. Yeah, for, for me, right? Well, that that was for me. That's for me. I don't drink during the week. Monday all the way to Thursday, I don't drink. I drink Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday with you guys. Well, but then I drink like, a lot. <laughs> right, collectively. Yeah. So is it? I don't. I don't. Is it? Is it acceptable, like, or or is it like, how do I say this? Does I, like I, me I, me I, enjoying the taste of it? Does that make me like, oh, you're on oh, the road no. to being mm. alcoholic? Absolutely not, no. because the alcohol. You don't get what I'm trying to say. I don't want to make yeah. it seem like, dude. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care if you crush a bottle of Hennessy every single fucking day. I, that that doesn't make you an alcoholic. It has nothing to do with how much you drink or when you drink. I don't drink Monday through Thursday. I drink every day. I only do but beer. When you start making silly decisions and shit like that. Well, when it jeopardizes, is it more yeah. of your priorities? Well, it, it's it's more it's more of, and and this is this is gonna sound kind of corny, but I guess the best way I could put it is, it's 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 a spiritual thing. Like I I drank because I had demons inside me that I like I couldn't hear the voices in my head, and not literal voices, but like again, it goes back to the shame and guilt <laughs> and remorse from all the. Okay, no one like, So any hears voices. So, so it has a, it has to do with like. Are you drinking to run from something? Are you mm. using it as a crutch? And are you using it so much that your life becomes unmanageable? Because I don't care if you drink every day or binge or party or whatever. Dude, you you are not an alcoholic unless you are an alcoholic and only you can define that. And from 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 talking to you in the little bit that you just described, it sounds like you have, that you're not an alcoholic because yeah. it, it doesn't sound like you clutch onto the bottle in order to reprieve yourself from these issues that you have going on in your life on a regular ongoing basis over a long period of time. Okay. Yeah, I think for me- But, but, can, think, you, but can you go to a party and, and everybody's drinking and you not drink? I think I can. I mean, if have I, you if ever I'm, did it though? I, well, I've never been like focused on the idea of doing it. Mm -hmm. But can you just like walk in there and be like, no, I don't fucking feel like drinking today. I'm just gonna go fucking hang out. Can you I do could. that? I think I could. But have you ever did it? Well, I've well, never done it. I've done it many times. Yeah, see, well, for that's me, that's like I said because I think I I enjoy the taste of alcohol. I mean, I, I don't drink no trash. No venture alcoholics. Huh? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, like for me, it, my, for me, it was just always like, I think what for me it was like, man, why can't I do anything without alcohol on the weekends? Yeah, yeah, that's like, good for me. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, why can't I, can. I not drink on Friday? The minute I get on home, like even if my mm-hmm. wife leaves and I know I'm not going nowhere, I'm drinking beer. Mm-hmm. The minute I, Saturday I wake up mm-hmm. after practice, and if we don't go to practice, like I get my shit done, it's one o'clock. I'm drinking beer. Yeah. And if I don't have practice and I get wake up at like seven o'clock and I get my shit done, I'm drinking at nine thirty. Yep. Yeah. And this is by yeah, yourself. And this is yeah, by myself. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's before I, I even eat breakfast. And oh, then yeah. if I start drinking, I ain't eating. Yeah. And then and then that becomes like a fucking hurricane of shit by six. Right, right. Yeah, my wife would be like, hey, we're taking the kids to the zoo. I was like, are we buying beers there or am I bringing beers? Hey, yeah. we're going to do this. Well, do they have beers there? It was yeah. always, do they have booze there yeah, or am I man. bringing my own? Everything depended on if just, there was alcohol. Every, every, was everything, everything was like about, it was about me and me getting fucked up. And yeah. you know, I'll, t- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another story that I think about a lot on this journey of sobriety. You know, my, my wife is su- super supportive and she's like an angel on my shoulder and never, never has done me wrong. And this is the type of alcoholic I was. We were at my cousin's wedding up in LA and I had to bring my dog because we were up there for the weekend. I had no one to watch her. So I bring in my dog. We're staying at a, at a hotel. It's dog friendly, but we're going to be gone all day doing my cousin's wedding. My buddy happens to live in the same town. So I hit him up. I'm like, hey, I don't want to leave my dog in the hotel. Can I put him in your backyard? And he goes, yeah, you can put him in my backyard. Um, I have to, I'm, go, I'm going out that night, but I'll leave the gate open. So when you're done with the wedding, you come back and get the dog. All right, good, good. We put the dog away. We go to the wedding. I'm getting all fucked up. Kira is like nine months pregnant with my second daughter. She's wow. like ready to pop. In fact, I think she gave birth like the next week. She's like all <laughs> the way there, right? And we have a two-year-old at the time, almost two. And, um, you know, I'm sitting at my cousin's wedding and I'm drinking and my wife's like, okay, I'm ready to go. She's nine months fucking pregnant and has been chasing a two-year-old around all day. Of course she's ready to go. Like, she's tired. Yeah. And uh, she's like, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go uh, back to the hotel. And I'm like, all right, you go ahead without me. I'll, I'll take an Uber. Like, my cousin's wedding. I'm getting, I'm, I'm fucked up and I'm going to get more fucked up. So you go, go, scoot on, go, go take the kid and get the dog and get out of my hair. I'll be, I'll be back at the hotel. And she goes, come on. And like, she's like, please just, you know, come with me. I was like, listen, this is a big deal for me. And I want to drink because it's all about me, me, me. So go take care of it. And I'll be back at the hotel. And she's like, all right. And you know, she wasn't real happy about that, but she was like, all right. And she went and did it. So she goes to pick up the dog and she calls me and she's like, Hey, the gate is locked. And I hear the dog crying on the other side, but your friend locked the gate. How do I get the dog out? And my response to her was like, I don't know, fucking deal with it. Leave the dog, get the dog, I don't give a fuck. So, so, the, so the kid, so the two-year-old is in the car with the car running. My wife is nine months pregnant and she's like trying to hop the fence to fucking get over. Could you imagine? No like, dude, it, it's, it's like it's like 11.30 fucking at night. It's she's a, still with you? Yeah, can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. No. Yeah, I, 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 awesome. I, can't, I can't believe it either. So, so basically she calls me, she's like, I'm having, you know, it's 11.30 at night in an area she's never been in. My kid's in the car, she's nine months pregnant. She's trying to get my fucking dog out from this gate. And- uh, I'll tell you what my family would be on my ass. Yeah. If they heard that story, I'm getting jumped by my own family. You, and, and, and you know what my response was? Fucking deal with it. I'll see you at the hotel. Yeah, Click. Boom. Nice. Drink it. Damn your dick. No, I mean, it, 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 at that point, yeah. At that but point, I under, right? You understand now, but. And, and so, so imagine, you know, her and I have been together for, it'll be eight years this July. Imagine seven years of that shit. Just constant me 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 what i want what i want to do when i want to do it you're either with me or you're against me and if you're against me fuck off to my own wife is basically how yeah. i acted wow and so yeah so i needed this i needed to cut that shit out i mean the, the way that you're talking right now she got a good 20 years upcoming Oh, dude, we oh, we got the I got the rest of my life to make it up to her. And one of the biggest things sobriety has done for me is it's allowed me 
again, I'm, I'm, I'm being trained. My, my, my sponsor tells me all the time, man, he goes, it's not about you. Every time I'm complaining about something, I was like, man, fucking life is hard, blah, 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 blah. It's not, it's, all, it's not about you. Focus on your wife. Focus. I was complaining about the holidays. I was like, man, I fucking hate the holidays. Like, my schedule's all out of whack, and I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to, I can't get anything done. He's like, it's not about you. He's like, Christmas is about your kids. He's like, your, your kids are going to wake up on Christmas and smile, and your wife's going to be with them. You're going to be laughing. He's like, why are you focusing on all this, all this other shit? It's not about you. And so I'm really working on it not being about me. And one of the biggest ways right. I can do that, and because I owe restitution, is to focus on my marriage, which has been absolutely life-changing in the last nine months, and focus on quality time with my kids right, so, and try to get outside of myself. So my only thing, if, if you don't mind me saying, like, if I, if I were you, if, the, if, you know, if we had to switch lives, like, I know that you, we talked earlier about, like, being on the grind and doing, like, these things, like... For me, like, it would be, like, starting January, you know, when you said you come back to work, like, that would be my focus. If I had kids, I'd be like, all right, I got to do this for them. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, when holiday season comes around and work, you know, is still there, my my thinking, at least I'd hope so when I have kids, like, it would be like, why do I work so hard in the first place? Mm -hmm. And for me, it'd be, it would be for them and for my, my, you know, my family. Yeah. What, Right. I mean, yeah. It I like mean, I, I, yeah, I, I honestly, I work hard because I'm addicted to that too, man. I'm an addict. I, I I'm, I. Well, it's know, not a bad. I mean, it can being addicted to work can be a bad thing. It can, also. it can be a bad thing. And honestly, sometimes, sometimes I have to check it. Sometimes I have to. Sometimes I have to check it a little bit because I will, I will treat work like I treated alcohol, where it's like the minute something goes, like the minute I have an opportunity at work, and and I and I run, you know, I run my own business. So for me, it's like every opportunity I have. The, the money, for the most part, comes to me. So it's not like I'm working like overtime for like hourly wage or anything like that. It's not like, oh, I'm helping the boss make more money. It, right. it's, 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 it's me and it's, it's all about me and it's, it's a very similar thing in my work. And so when something pops up, I mean, I was gone, all we I, I was gone working all weekend. And, and that's okay because I, you know, the holidays had me kind of backed up and these different things. But man, I could work, I could work 12 hours a day, every fucking day, seven days a week, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. I could do that every goddamn day. I love it. I'm addicted to it. But, but I got, but I got to check that too. And sometimes I got to yeah. turn my phone off because I'm on my phone all of my, my clients blow me up all the time and I love work. So I deal with it all the time. And sometimes I got to look over and be like, okay, my kids are getting ignored. My wife are getting, is getting ignored. Right. And I got to like lay off that too. Like it's, it's, it's hard to do sometimes, but I got to focus on that too. Man. Marriage and yeah. kids, man, is, is nuts, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's it's tons of work, dude. And it yeah. and it takes it takes an intentional effort. And you know, people say, Oh, it's it's work. Well, is it work because again, going back to the life thing, is it work because it's happening to you? Like, oh man, this relationship is work. Is it work? Is it work because your wife's nagging you because you're not paying attention and because you're not being intentional? Is it work because your kids are yanking on you because you haven't been around? Or is it work because you're putting in work, meaning are you making a conscious effort to work on it? So, yeah. so now, instead of my relationship being work, because I used to say, man, marriage is a lot of work, because my wife was mad at me because I left her nine months pregnant trying to get my dog over a yeah. long fence. Well, that's right. a lot of work. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so that's I a lot used, of work. I, I, that, was, that was work. Like, to me, I was like, oh, man, th this is work because I'm working on having her not be mad at me anymore. But now my, now my relationship is work because I'm working on 
focusing on her. It's like, okay, where am I going to get my, where am I going to get my date night in with my wife? Where am I going to get my quality time with my kids? Because I've got all this like professional work and then I've got my social obligations with my friends. So I like look at my schedule at the beginning of every week and I plan it out. I'm like, okay, here's my date night. Here's my work hours. Here's where I'm hanging out with the homies. And here, here's where I'm spending some time with my daughters. And you got to focus on that shit intentionally and not, not this, this is what I'm doing. This is when I'm doing it. This is how I'm doing it. And this is why I'm doing it. And that's how I try to focus on everything in my life. Because if not, it's going to be working the opposite way where uh, my wife's mad at me because I got drunk and fucking didn't show up for three days. Right. That's why it used to be work. Yeah. Now it's work because I'm working at it. And yeah. it's made all the difference in the world. It's like we were playing catch up before. Yeah, well, uh, well, maybe that's not the, the term, but it, it's like easier to ask for forgiveness than it is permission, right? Right. Yeah. right. So I was always like, I was always begging for forgiveness. Please forgive me. Right. You know, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And I was like, man, this this forgiveness shit, this this is work. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, I'll get you a purse if you just fucking forgive me. That is no way a relationship yeah. needs, needs to run. Right, like that right. is that is right. not sustainable. Like pro, pro she doesn't need that. Reactive, and and yeah. I was such a dick. She had a lot of purses. I'm like, man, another purse isn't really gonna do it this time, <laughs> is it? You know, it's like. And, and, and so, you know, like, like you said, playing catch up and, and kind of like always apologizing yeah. for the past is, yeah. is rough. Well, shit, man. It, uh, I mean, not, not that we don't run into those situations. Nah, nah. Nah, know. we all do. Well, shit, yeah. I mean, that's, that's still kind of the shit I'm looking Fuck forward yeah. to. Buy your own goddamn No, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of what I mean. It's a lot of work, you know, it's, it's working because it's, it's being attention, uh, attentive to what. What's needed? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, what's fixing, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I, honestly, I, I, can, I can agree with them. Like, <laughs> drinking, Amen, drinking, like, dude. drinking. This is just truth bombs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the drinking doesn't help. You know what I mean? Like, the drinking just. It's a distraction. It, yeah, yeah, it is. A it fucks things up, man. You know what I mean? Like, it makes it, just, it worse. Yeah, it makes it worse. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you wake up the next morning, you're like, ah, whatever. And, Pop another beer and the fucking just numbs it all up. Yeah, and you then know? you just make, and then it gets even worse. Yeah, yeah. and then you rinse and repeat. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, shit, I don't think we're gonna wrap uh, up with Brent. We have to bring him back no, again. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, man, to be honest, so man, actually, we'll have you in like thirty days. Yeah, let's, see where do the let's, let's do a follow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Right, this cool. has been an awesome experience. Thanks yeah. for having me, man. On. I didn't, and, sure. and thanks for sharing. I honestly did I, not. I, didn't I know you're that. gonna drop all that knowledge. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like kind of like uh, I was like shit. That sounds like me. Well, yeah, shit. I, that yeah. sounds like me. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. Yeah. I did not do the the nine month pregnant time over the. Yeah, that's similar. that's a little extreme there. Yeah, okay. We would whoop your ass, Rich. Yeah, what the hell, Rich? would have got tied up. Nah. Yeah, and you know it's, it's so it's so funny. And going back to what you're saying about like have, having the support, like it's important to have support yes. in the sobriety. Yeah. That that's 100 true. And and I'm really lucky because I have all this support in my in my sobriety. And you know, I had so much support even like even in, even in my alcoholism. I had a lot of support. Not that people were supporting me making city, shitty decisions, but I've got a lot of love in my corner. And people look at yeah. me and they're like, Brent. We love you and we're rooting for you and we encourage you. And honestly, like I think I think when you when you when you love someone, whether it's your homies or your family or whatever, when you love someone, it, it, it's easy to like, oh, that's that's just Brent being Brent and sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. And so so, you know, I would challenge, you know, you guys and anybody else out there listening, like, if you got a homie who's fucking up. You know, some, sometimes tough love and sometimes like putting a mirror in their face because I wish I would have had someone and maybe I would have responded, maybe I wouldn't have, but like I needed a mirror in my face to be like, dude, look what you're fucking doing. Because telling that story about my wife now that I'm sober, like That's you said, someone should have kicked my ass. Yeah. Someone should have kicked my ass. I kicking my own ass. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till I get home. I kick you my know ass. you. <laughs> you <laughs> the man. Yeah. Fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, I appreciate it. Um, uh, no, yeah, like I said, I, I didn't know yeah. we were gonna go that 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 in depth, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad you did man. because, like yeah. I said, it, it just yeah, no, it kind of no, woke, woke really me up deep. a little bit more and, and what my goals are and, and you know, like I said, it I'm not saying it's forever, but you know, if, if at 60 days, I'm like shit, I'm gonna keep this going because it's awesome. 
And yeah. I, I hope that's I hope that's yeah. the fucking movement, you know, because. What's wrong with being sober? Take it, <laughs> just, just, just take it one day at a time. Whether whether your whether your destination is sixty days or whether it's the rest of your life, the vehicle to get you to your destination is one day at a time. And as long yeah. as you take care of your vehicle, you'll get to your destination, man. So just work on it one day at a time. Don't worry about sixty days. Don't worry about you know what what day are you on five, six, seven, something like that. Uh, seven. Don't, don't worry about don't worry about day eight today. Worry about going to bed sober tonight. Yeah. And then worry about day eight tomorrow. And don't worry about day nine tomorrow. Worry about day eight tomorrow. And that, that'll, that'll go a long way. Because right. sometimes it's an hour at a time that yeah. you need to take it. I'm going to so. I'm gonna go talk to myself in the morning, too. Yeah, there you go. Start talking to yourself in the morning. Be like, I'm sober. I can I'm do it. Strong. Yeah. I'm strong. Yeah. I'm gay. I'm reliable. I'm strong. I'm reliable. Who said that? I can pay attention. I can pay attention. I'm strong and I'm reliable. I can wipe oh, my own man. ass. <laughs> Uh, All right, and hey, we're gonna sign up for the bar bar for the, yeah. uh, today. Oh, uh, thank uh, you, Brandon Edwards. Yes, uh, actually, yeah. you know what? Where can they find you, you for your? Um uh, real, real estate company. Yeah, well, I mean, real, real estate, sobriety, or anything in between. Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook, Brent the Broker. You can find me on Instagram, Brent underscore the underscore broker. Uh, or you can hit me up at Brent at Brent the broker dot com. Sounds like Ray. If Ray, Ray the broker. I'm about to say, did he get that from you? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, he did. I've been meaning to talk to Ray. If you're listening, you're biting, you're biting my tagline. Yeah. Well, and, and just, you know, Ray, if you're listening to this, it should be Ray the realtor, right? Because shouldn't it be alliteration? Brent the broker, Ray the realtor, just something to think about. But if you want to keep my moniker, that's cool too, because it's all love with me and Ray. He's a good dude. He's a good agent. And you get a Ray yeah. at Ray underscore the, the broker. Or yeah. yeah you, I'm like, that sounded like Ray's yeah, fucking line. Yeah, you, you, find, you find Ray. He's good people too. If you find Ray before me in the real estate game, you're in good hands. So Cool. Uh, and also, you know, for all those people, I know this isn't exactly the, the way the power bar usually rolls, but shit, I'm going sober, so uh, it's all good. These guys will drink, we'll get drunk, we'll still have fun over here. I'm not going to ruin no, anyone's so party and shit. what we're going to do is me and all the boys are going to get drunk and see if Rich will just take care of us. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Got you. Uh, anyway, we're out here from the power bar. You guys good? 2018, yeah. happy new year, everybody. Happy new year, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next week. Escalators. Shoes.